from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, another dark and cold day for people in our area. Legendary conservative radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh has died. I'm ABC's Jason Abramson with more on that coming up. Ash Wednesday, looking a bit different this year. Your carcinogenic commute. I'm Vicki Barker. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Millions of Texans spent another night shivering in the dark. Blend winter storm power outages heading into their third day. Many are now pointing the finger at ERCOT, the nonprofit organization which has controlled most of the state's energy since 2002 when Texas privatized its electric grid. The governor now calling for an investigation and demanding ERCOT CEO step down. This this was a, a total failure by ERCOT. ERCOT stands for Electric Reliability Council of Texas. And they showed that they were not reliable. Adding to the blackouts, natural gas, wind, and nuclear facilities also being knocked offline. That's ABC's Mona Kosarabdi. Federal officials say they'll investigate why there's a higher-than-expected number of people freezing in their homes and businesses without power in Midwest and south-central states. Back-to-back winter storms getting the blame so far. Millions of outages in Texas alone where... Utility official Bill Magnus says his own wife and child lost electricity at their house as restoration efforts begin. The work that needs to be done to get those resources back in place uh, is going to be easier to do as the weather warms. The CEO of uh, ERCOT, uh, which manages the state's power flow, spoke during a news conference call today. A change of routine today for observant Christians. Smudged foreheads and blessings? It'll be DIY this Ash Wednesday, the first of the COVID-19 era. The Vatican has instructed church leaders to hold drive-through services and give out to-go baggies of ashes to bless and apply at home. Some churches have decided to place smudges on the back of parishioners' hands or sprinkle them on top of heads. For Catholics, today marks the start of the Lenten period leading up to Easter. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The GameStop saga has been portrayed as a victory of the little guy over Wall Street giants, but not everyone agrees, including some lawmakers in Washington. GameStop shares soared 1,600% in January before falling back to earth. Entangled in the mess are massive short-selling hedge funds, a social media message board, and ordinary investors wanting in on the hottest new trade, among others. House Financial Services Committee is ready to dig into the confounding episode at a hearing tomorrow. Among those expected to appear are the CEO of the online trading platform Robinhood and swaggering 34-year-old YouTube personality and GameStop evangelist known online as Roaring Kitty. It was in such disrepair that chunks of the building were falling off. Now the former president's once fancy casino has been reduced to rubble. 3,000 sticks of dynamite caused quite a spectacle in Atlantic City as the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino was blown to bits. Front row seats to the implosion for people in their cars sold for just 10 bucks as the end of the former president's casino empire in the seaside resort 
bit the dust. It was once the hottest gaming location in Atlantic City. One woman bid nearly $600 for a fancy seat at a VIP breakfast in an oceanfront pavilion with a direct view of the implosion. Trump Plaza was the first of three casinos owned by the former president there before they went bankrupt. Allison Keyes, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Conservative radio icon Rush Limbaugh has died after a year-long battle with lung cancer. For over 30 years, he dominated the talk radio landscape. Great to be with you. Rush Limbaugh, the conservative flamethrower, had one of the most popular daily radio programs in the U.S., averaging more than 15 million listeners a week. Syndicated since 1988, his brand of politics spread like wildfire during the Bill Clinton presidential administration, and he often claimed credit for helping President Trump get elected. Limbaugh was diagnosed with lung cancer in January of last year, thanking listeners in an emotional December 23rd broadcast. You're just the best. His last show, February 2nd. After that, his condition worsened. Rush Limbaugh was 70. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. A girls' soccer team from California's sunny Central Valley stuck in frozen Central Texas. When the Clovis Crossfire from suburban Fresno took the soccer field for the first of two games, it was cold in Round Rock, Texas. By the end of our game, sleet and snow was coming down. Coach John Clark and the team and family members were suddenly stranded in Texas. 99% of this town is shut down. We're snacking on candy and frozen (laughs) food right now. Says team member Samantha Tristan. The Crossfire hopes to get a flight out of Austin tomorrow, but more snow may delay the departure into the weekend. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Texas energy officials are not sure when power will be completely restored as many in the state face their fourth straight day of sub-freezing temperatures. ERCOT CEO Bill Magnus says they're hoping to provide a bounce across the system and catastrophic blackouts would happen if it gets even more out of balance. He noted the grid operator is working with generators to get more power to stabilize the system. Three million Texas households still don't have power. The forecast for the cold temperatures is uh, expected to continue until at least Friday. The White House continues to face questions about the administration's position on the reopening of schools. The guidance the CDC issued last week showed 90% of school districts were in the red zone, with community spread there leading to the suggestion that classes be virtual only. This week, with cases coming down, we have about 75% in the red zone. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky explains why the administration is focused on the reopening of K-8 schools. She points to research showing COVID spreads more easily among teenagers. They are um, increased vectors in terms of transmission um, and that they um, are increasingly sicker compared to younger kids. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A long commute could kill you. The University of California researchers say drivers who spend more than 20 minutes in their cars risk exposure to formaldehyde and benzene, which have been linked to cancer and developmental defects. The toxic chemicals are embedded in vehicle carpets, paints, and fuels. That's CBS's Vicki Barker. The study appears in the journal Environment International. This is Texas News Radio. All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, work continues to get more power generated across the state. Talk show host Rush Limbaugh has died at the age of 70. Ash Wednesday has been transformed during the pandemic. I'm Sherry Preston, ABC News. What some churches are doing to stay socially distanced. Coming up. Congress, talking reparations for black Americans. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
This is Texas News Radio. The winter misery continues here in Texas, where millions woke up this morning without heat and lights. The power grid in this state is run by the nonprofit Electric Reliability Council of Texas, but Governor Greg Abbott says they showed that they were not reliable. Some consumers blame not ERCOT, but the individual power companies that feed into the grid and supply their homes. You call them, you can't get through, they don't respond. This is a freaking mess. That woman says she's been without power since Sunday. Neither ERCOT nor the power companies can say when it'll be back on. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. A Venezuelan migrant has died while trying to cross the frigid waters of the Rio Grande to reach the United States. Mexico's National Immigration Institute says the river's water temperature was below freezing. It's not clear if she died of drowning, hypothermia, or both. The institute said today four migrants tried to cross the river near Piedras Negras across the border from Eagle Pass. Two of the migrants made it across and were arrested by the Border Patrol. Two women were unable to cross, but one made it back to the Mexican side where she was treated for hypothermia. Governments, banks and households are piling on debt as they try to fight off the pandemic. The pandemic is generating a record amount of red ink. The global debt went up $24 trillion last year, now at a record $281 trillion. The Institute of International Finance tracks debt held by governments, corporations, banks, and households. The IIF warns there's no end in sight to this increased spending, even as the U.S. considers an additional $2 trillion in COVID relief. In the future, the record debt load could hurt the ability to respond to the next global emergency. I'm Rory O'Neill. Just like everything else, Ash Wednesday has been transformed because of the pandemic. This priest at St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City says when you see someone with a cross on their forehead today, you should remember. We're not putting on these ashes uh, as a sign of look at me and how holy I am. We're doing it because it's an interior um, relationship with, with our God. We are in COVID times, however, and each church is handling the start of Lent a little differently. Some are forgoing the ashes altogether. Others are offering drive through services. And still others are giving out a bag of ashes to be put on the forehead at home while following along with a Zoom service. Cherry Preston, ABC News. Rush Limbaugh, the talk radio host who ripped into liberals, died today. He was 70. Rush Limbaugh was loud, opinionated, and controversial. The gloves have to come off. Over the past three decades, he used his nationally syndicated radio broadcast to deliver his conservative ideology. Everybody's making immigration proposals these days. Let me add mine to the mix. Democrats were the frequent subject of his wrath. Barack Obama is destroying the United States economy. Among Limbaugh's fans, President Donald Trump, who awarded Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom during 2020's State of the Union Address. In recognition of all that you have done for our nation. Steve Kathan, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. From 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Millions of customers still awaiting power in frigid, snowy Texas following a second straight night without heat. Many people are facing sub-freezing temperatures, which in many cases could become life-threatening if they can't stay warm. CBS's Omar Villafranca says there is plenty of blame to go around as families do their best to find warming shelters. He went looking for answers from the head of ERCOT. Bill Magnus, ERCOT CEO, supports an investigation. I think it's appropriate. I mean, we're, we are here to serve the people of Texas. But he argues the blackouts are necessary. I think the fundamental decisions that our operators made very likely could have prevented a catastrophic 
blackout. The outcome of preventing that catastrophic blackout, unfortunately, turned out to be a long period of outages uh, like we have not seen before. The power still out for many. Now a local business owner of the Houston area is stepping up to help out. The man known to many simply as Mattress Mac, Jim Mackingvale, is opening both his gallery furniture showroom and warehouse as a warming shelter for people in Houston. Going on all this is to help these people get through the storm. I think in Houston, uh, we are best when uh, there's a crisis because the community forgets about differences that we have and we come together as a community. And even as people are still struggling to stay warm today, forecasters say 115 million Americans from Texas to Massachusetts are in the path of a new storm packing snow and ice. Following a summer of racial unrest across the country, Congress will take another look at the possibility of providing reparations for black Americans. H.R. 40, the bill that aims to study and develop reparations, was first introduced in 1989. And now, over 30 years later, the bill is receiving a new spotlight in Washington. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. This commission will probe into the facts of the longstanding impact of disparities that slavery brought about in this country. Utah Representative Burgess Owens claimed the measure wouldn't do enough for black Americans. It is also unfair and heartless to give black Americans the hope that this is a reality. Ike Jachi, ABC News, Washington. International health officials are looking to a much more common virus to determine if and when COVID-19 vaccines should be modified. The WHO and FDA are looking at the flu to help them decide how to handle recent variations of COVID-19. Influenza mutates much faster than COVID-19, and flu shots have to be adjusted each year. That process begins with centers around the world collecting the circulating flu viruses to track how they're evolving in order to develop that year's vaccine. Now health officials are working to establish a similar surveillance and testing network to flag which COVID-19 mutations matter and if and when to modify our current vaccines. Mark Remillard, ABC News. The former Trump Plaza Casino was destroyed in an implosion this morning in Atlantic City. That's the sound of the former president's former casino being reduced to a pile of rubble. It used to be party central on the Atlantic City boardwalk after Mr. Trump opened it in 1984, but it's been closed for several years. Invited by Atlantic City officials, members of the public cheered as it took just seven seconds for the building to collapse. Elaine Cobb, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, millions without power in the nation's largest energy-producing state. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. A Texas mayor stepping down after calling people impacted by these outages lazy and weak. Longtime radio host Rush Limbaugh has died after complications from lung cancer. Baseball spring training camps opening up. I'm Steve Kathan. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Millions of Texans remain without electricity today as a shortage of natural gas to run power plants forces rolling blackouts, among other issues. How could the nation's largest energy-producing state be brought to its knees by a winter cold snap? Texas is served by more than 70 individual power companies feeding into a grid managed by the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, ERCOT. While he initially blamed the companies for the power outage, Governor Greg Abbott now says... This was a, a total failure 
by ERCOT. Who CEO Bill Magnus says his priority remains. Getting the generators back up, and we're working with them literally 24 hours a day. Abbott has added an item to the state legislature's current agenda, an investigation into the state's electrical infrastructure. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Mexican authorities have announced rolling blackouts there that will hit 12 Mexican states covering more than a third of the country as hundreds of factories are being forced to shut down. The announcement yesterday marks the third day that winter storms in Texas have cut the supply of imported natural gas on which northern Mexico depends for generating much of its electricity. As many as 1,600 factories were shuttered due to the lack of power, throwing hundreds of thousands out of work. Much of the north remains without reliable power and the rolling blackouts are spreading to central Mexico. Rush Limbaugh, the talk radio host who ripped into liberals, died Wednesday. He was 70. Fox TV's Sean Hannity paid tribute to Rush Limbaugh in 2018 on the 30th anniversary of Limbaugh's syndicated radio show. He started what would now become a new media revolution in this country, one that radically would permanently alter the media landscape in America and, by the way, pave the way for people like me. Yes, Limbaugh was a leading voice of conservative views. President Trump was such a big fan, he made a surprise announcement during 2020's State of the Union address. I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Three North Korean computer programmers were indicted today in connection with a series of cyber attacks. You want us to kill the leader of North Korea? Yes. The action comedy The Interview, starring James Franco and Seth Rogen, depicted a fictional assassination of North Korea's leader. In retaliation for the film, North Korean military hackers targeted Sony Pictures. Acting U.S. Attorney Tracy Wilkinson said the same group of hackers also sought to steal more than a billion dollars from banks around the world. It's scope of these crimes by the North Korean hackers is staggering. The indictment said the North Korean hackers also used malware to take control of ATMs from which they siphoned $6 million. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Major League Spring training camps are opening up after a season whipsawed by the coronavirus. Last year, it was one of the early sports stunners as the pandemic heated up. Major League Baseball to delay the 2020 opening day by at least two weeks. After a shortened season, MLB plans a full 162-game schedule. After a push to delay opening day failed, there are safety protocols for teams in Arizona and Florida. Limited capacity crowds are expected there, and when the season starts, baseball will re-employ two things introduced in the shortened season, seven-inning doubleheaders and runners on second base to start extra innings. Steve Kathan, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Millions of customers still awaiting power in frigid, snowy Texas following a second straight night without heat. Many people are facing sub-freezing temperatures, which in many cases could become life-threatening if they can't stay warm. CBS's Omar Villafranca says they are there are calls to investigate the state-run power grid. State power officials readily admit that the demand absolutely blew past their predictions. Governor Greg Abbott is now calling for a probe into ERCOT, and that's the group that runs Texas's power grid. The CEO of ERCOT told us he welcomes any investigation. Meanwhile, the CDC tells CBS News the weather is affecting coronavirus vaccine distribution because it's impacting shipping hubs that are in Memphis, Tennessee, and Louisville. 
The mayor of a West Texas town steps down after calling community members lazy. KTXS-TV says Colorado City's now former mayor Tim Boyd left the post yesterday. He posts on social media that those complaining due to the lack of power and water during this week's winter storm are, quote, lazy and weak. He said those who feel the city and county owe them something should stop looking for a handout and do something themselves to support their families. The first two federal mass vaccination sites run by FEMA and staffed by active duty U.S. military opened yesterday in California. And we're getting a sense now of how day one went. The goal is 6,000 doses given every day at the two sites, one in East L.A. and the other in Oakland. On day one, the L.A. site gave out close to 3,100 doses in Oakland, just shy of 2,900. That's about half of the goal, but not surprising. FEMA said from the beginning it'll take a few weeks to get fully operational to reach that 6,000 per day number. That's ABC's Alex Stone in Los Angeles. Bitcoin is soaring, uh, hitting the $50,000 mark today. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says the cryptocurrency has gone mainstream. Many more financial service companies are allowing customers to purchase Bitcoin. And payment companies like PayPal and MasterCard have said they would integrate Bitcoin into their payments networks. Tesla recently said it would accept Bitcoin as payment for its electric cars. In Italy, Ash Wednesday services are different this year during the pandemic. Pope Francis held a special mass for the start of Lent on Ash Wednesday in St. Peter's Basilica. Normally, he would lead an outdoor procession to the Church of St. Sabina and celebrate mass there. But due to the COVID pandemic, this year's mass was held at the Vatican and there were only 120 people in attendance. Lent, which ends with Easter, is when Christians are called to fast and practice more good deeds. Sabina Castelfranco, CBS News, Venice. This is Texas News Radio.